0: Welcome to a special episode of the Coach's Corner podcast where we interview our clients. I was inspired by the idea because I realized a lot of our guests on the show, like they're doing like hundred million bucks. That's cool. We're just like, great, that's awesome. <clears throat> but when our clients get a win, we ask them if they'd like to be interviewed on the podcast and just share the shift that helped them. And I figured that maybe if we interview amazing, amazing coaches that are maybe just a few steps ahead, it'll inspire or give us a little nugget, a little piece of wisdom, something that's extremely tangible that can really serve you on your journey and with wherever you're at. So with that said, enjoy this special episode and stay tuned. Every week, every two weeks, we do client success interviews inside the Coaches University And some of those we bring on to the podcast to share with you. Enjoy. What is up? Welcome back to another episode. This one's, um, you're probably getting into the flow now. Every week or every two weeks, we have a bit of a different type of episode where we bring on someone we work with, a client in the U, or just someone in our world who something shifted to get an accelerated result and we want to capture that moment and just feed it through the microphone into your headphones so you can learn from someone who who made it may just be a step or two ahead of you instead of sometimes the hundred steps of like dude I just made I made a hundred millies and people are like that's great but I I just I did just, I just want a few clients man and and I'm all for setting the thermostat and the standard higher but I'm also extremely aware that we all start somewhere and i'm really excited to capture this moment. so today we got Josh Josh, what's up?
1: What's going on, brother? Happy to be here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If 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 you're listening, you can't see and if you are watching, you can't see, but the first thing i notice is and Josh, Josh your energy is so like intuitive and in flow and i'm sure your awareness and 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 how you see the world is just is just really unique and really awesome. And I know that you stay true to that because when we look at your content, your assets, and what you're putting out there, you know, the page for your program, it's you have just given yourself full permission to be you and be fully aligned with that no matter what people think. Like it it, it doesn't matter what Lucas or anyone thinks. It matters what Josh thinks. and 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 ultimately, what people think of you, those people don't pay your bills. And so sometimes we're so afraid or we want to please everybody but the people you are trying to please will leave you in a heartbeat if you don't serve them and they're not going to put food on your table they're just not and so i love yeah. that you're in tune with that and true to that and i know that is a massive whether you mention it or not um i know it's a massive uh ingredient yeah. to your recent success but with that said i'm gonna let you kind of coach us and imagine you know a, a group a thousand or a few thousand coaches or people who want to become coaches maybe struggling where would we start? Let's start unpacking kind of any kind of shifts or anything that happened for you or any kind of even key ingredients that made this thing happen.
1: Definitely brother. So first off, thank you for having me. And thank you for this community of people that you've brought together. These, this community of coaches and leaders that has been a huge value to me. And it's been one of the biggest steps and the biggest elements mm. to my step towards success is surrounding myself with the right people and the right mentors and the right guidance. So first off, thank thank you for that. And secondly, I think I'll open up with where things went wrong or where I didn't show up to my fullest potential, where I believe it was about eight, nine months ago that I signed up with the Coaches University with you. Yeah. And at that point, I was gung-ho. I had the motivation. I was ready to go. And then COVID hit and just life kind of fell apart. Yes. And I'm sure, as you know, and anybody else in this personal development space, anybody on this journey of... Spiritual and personal growth knows that the collapse and the destruction makes way for evolution and transformation So I needed to give myself that space and I'm so blessed and grateful that my life fell apart as it did Because I had set my life up in a way that wasn't really congruent to my heart and my soul And maybe I wasn't ready at that time where I initially jumped into it I wasn't really embodying the values and the philosophies that I wanted to teach my clients So as my life fell apart, it really turned my awareness inward, where I needed to look at myself and sit with myself and really embody these teachings that I've learned over the years. And I think this process of integration is really important, of learning to integrate these teachings and this wisdom and these insights and philosophies that we learn from other people or from our experiences and embody it. You know, I think embodiment is a big missing piece for a lot of coaches where they kind of get this inspiration Hmm. to lead and help and heal and guide others, but they're not embodying it themselves. So I took a step away from social media and technology completely for like three, four months over the summer. And I just turned inward. I kind of went on a a spiritual quest to refine myself. And that included sitting in ayahuasca ceremonies, sitting with plant medicines, doing some deep meditation and, and soul searching with myself and really getting myself into the practice of self-care and self mastery to the point where I was so embodied where my cup was full and I was giving from the overflow like Preston smiles that we says fill your cup up first and then you can give from the overflow it's amazing. I felt like at first I was trying to give from an empty cup thinking that the giving would fill my cup up but that never works that always leaves us feeling drained burnt out overwhelmed stressed out and the first step is to really give to yourself to give yourself the time and the energy and the nurturing and the nourishment that you need to be an embodied human being. And then what ha- what happens from there is people just start looking at you and they're like, oh, Josh has something that that I want. Mm-hmm. And before I'm even trying to sell something, before you even start offering something, mm-hmm. people already see you as a reliable and trustworthy person and someone that they look up to. So when it came to the point about a month or two, two ago where I got the idea to launch this program, Holy fit! Um, I was ready, and I already had people looking at me, like asking me questions. And before even launching my sales page, what I did is I just tapped into my inner circle, my yeah. network of people that I already know, and I wrote out a list of about a hundred people that I know that I think would have been a good fit for this program. That I tied it down to like a tight knit group of fifty people, and then just started reaching out to them, yeah. completely detached from the outcome of them joining the program. And on these calls, uh, I kind of learned the philosophy of transformational sales is really not selling at all. My yeah. goal was not to sell at all in these calls. It was really just to be a space and a friend for these people to understand what their challenges are, what their pains are, and how I can support them in, in their process. Because this is a time where everybody needs a support system, Right. People are going through so much mental and emotional turmoil across the planet, suffering beyond our imagination. And who we are as coaches and as healers and as guides and mentors is someone who can be that for other people. And everybody needs that. So I felt like it was my mission to be that for other people. I started being it for myself first, filled my cup up, and then I was able to be in the space to hold space for other people. And through them seeing the possibility is is they kind of sold themselves. Is they saw the possibility of what their life could be. They saw where their life currently was. They saw how mm-hmm. dissatisfied and unhappy they were with their current circumstances. And then they saw the contrast. They saw the space in between where they are and where they want to be and really could be. And then I offered myself as, as their guide and their friend who can help them get there. And that's where it kind of took off. And within two, three weeks, the, the program completely sold out. And now I'm just in the process of currently launching this this free challenge that goes in congruence with it to offer this support to people who don't, don't have the finances right now. Because my heart or my mind and my ego wanted to sell $10,000 packages. Yes. But my heart was like, there's so many people right now who are in financial heartache and need this more than ever right now in this time of humanity. So uh-huh. I kind of stepped up to the plate and things have been blossoming beautifully from there.
0: I love everything you said. The first thing you said, I've just been writing notes to unpack it for anyone listening because that was a lot. I'm just like, dude, that's, yep. that's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's gold. That's good. Uh, the first thing you said even before we – or right when we started was you put coach and leader in the exact same sentence. And I think you put those two words actually right next to each other. And when I learned that years ago, I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. You are, You're a leader, and if you're going to be a leader, you must embody – the work and I cannot expect someone to have, you know, maybe work ethic or put themselves out there or take risks or face yeah. challenges if I'm not waking up every day enthusiastic about my own challenges. And there was yes. a few, there was like a six month time span years ago where I was in total, I was not in congruence, I was a total mess. But I was instead of admitting that and being like, yo, here's where I'm at, I was pretending I wasn't. And it was the most painful time in my life nowadays when I'm going through challenges. Um, which I do, or even slight little dips in my mood. I'm just like, yo, I'm not perfect. This is what I'm feeling, but I'm here to show up and it's just changed everything. You don't have to be perfect. He's gotta be in alignment and congruence. So I, I truly feel like at the at the core of everything you said, um, that's what a leader does. Like, yo, yeah, I'm not perfect and don't expect me to be, but this is me, this is what I believe, this is the work I'm doing. Would you would you would you like to join and people will respect the hell out of that and it will be infinitely easier to build an audience. People want to build fans, but they're just like you're giving no reason for people to be fans of you because you're not a fan of yourself, dude.
1: Yes, that's it, bro. Yeah.
0: So beautiful and and you just embody it so well. And then I think I love what you said is like um, and I don't want to, I don't want to twist your words around, so just correct me if I'm wrong here, but you, you sold out your group and then you're like, you know what? There's still people who need financial support or I mean, who need support. So let me create something of free value. And when I made that connection of like my oxygen mask, let me make sure that I have a flow of cash flow Cause I need to take care of myself. And I have five hours a day these days to just create stuff for free for someone who may never, ever pay me. And I'm totally okay with that. Um, because my cup is full, cash flow, um, got clients building the business, serving those who'd like to pay, and then creating resources, free challenges, podcasts, whatever, to serve those who, who may not be able to, and they'll be first to step up to the plate when they're able to. So it sounds like you're uh, doing that exact same model.
1: 100%, bro. I, I, think, I think it was really important for me to create that cash flow first, Yeah. because in the past, I would always start these free challenges and these free things and I would get burnt out really easily because I didn't have the Consistency of income. I didn't have the abundance and I felt like my cup was empty And I didn't feel like I could actually give the value to this free community that I was trying to build because I was in lack and Scarcity myself. So I put myself in a position where I was abundant enough where I could serve other people for free and I'm not in this place of need my needs are met. I'm acting from a place of all needs met and I'm waking yes. up every morning knowing that I have a roof over my head, food to eat. I have clients that have paid me and invested in me to serve them. And now I still have time. I still have love. I still have I still have power to be able to serve other people. And I'm not creating this free group with the strategy of trying to turn them into clients. Yes. I, yes. I, I think that's an important point is when these things are used as techniques and strategies, they, it, can, it can get you into the state of almost being manipulative. Yes. Where you're subtly manipulating other people by saying, hey, here's this free offer, but I'm not really going to serve you. I just want you to buy into my real program.
0: That's beautiful. And
1: that's- I'm sure that that's going to happen, but that's not why I'm doing that. That's not my why. My why is because people are broken, lost, confused, overwhelmed, stressed out, unhealthy, afraid, and people need someone like me to show up. So that's where I step in and just... Just to be that friend and that brother to people. I love just it. That genuine person for people to rely on.
0: I love it. I love it. With the um, with with some of the upgrades we've been doing, when clients join us, we do a bit of an intake. I was sharing this with you, and we try to um, put them into an archetype. We're not always on, but for the most part, I've seen enough types of people to understand like right. there's certain individuals. And I was just talking to a neuro um surgeon who was extremely schooled and like. And, and had degrees and like the level of perfection can sometimes infiltrate the level of action when it comes to a business level. And so that's one of our archetypes. The second one is though, I think we're all extremely spiritual, but I think we all have different definitions of spirituality and some of us just denounce it. Yet dude, when there's a, when there's a bear chasing us, we're praying to God to um please just give me one more day. So I've noticed this with a lot of really, really heart centered um, coaches who lean on the, you know, soul side of things that they think spirituality and money, whether they want to admit it or not, are two separate complete things. And that if they want to be spiritual, they can't have money because money is intrinsically bad. Um, but it sounds like you transcended that and we're like, dude, I yes. want cash flow. You even, You even lit up when you're like cash. You're like cash. I got cash. Yes. And it's a beautiful thing because your cup is full so you can give back and you can be spiritual and be a millionaire. And I don't think there's I think that's the most beautiful thing you can do for humanity, or at least I choose to believe that. Was that something that you, on some level, had to confront in the days where you were sitting there?
1: It's huge, bro. It it was a huge block that I needed to overcome, especially being someone who grew up in an environment and in a family where money was at the center of all the problems Mm. and all the struggle in the family. I just always saw fights about money. I saw my mom talking with her parents about money. And... I developed this really bad relationship with money and you look into the world and you see a lot of wealthy people where they're not using money for good and it's just it's just corrupt and I had to really reconcile with those beliefs and let them go and realize that if I had the abundance that for example Jeff Bezos has yes I I don't that's not my goal to be as rich as Jeff Bezos but imagine the amount of good that I could do for the world if i was in that level of abundance imagine what we could do as spiritual beings who are tapped into our hearts if we had the resources and the abundance to serve lucas i i literally got on my table when i was sitting around with a group of friends all who were healers or spiritual people yeah. who were talking about how money sucks and they want to offer their services for free because it's manipulative yes. to ask money and all of them are broke and struggling yeah. and they're not actually serving because they're always broke and they, they're always living and surviving rather than serving. Yeah. So I literally got on the table out of like the spark of inspiration, stood up and said, guys, there are thousands of people in this world, maybe millions, making millions of dollars a year, some making billions by destroying the planet. By freaking throwing and catching a ball, playing sports, by creating products that destroy people's health and destroy the environment, why won't you allow yourself the abundance for being someone who's here to change the world? And they were like, wow, that's a perspective that I never put it in. And they asked me the question of, do you think that money will corrupt you? Because I think a lot of people think this, that once you get money and power, it Inherently corrupts you, but I don't believe that to be true. I think money just brings out more of who you are So Mm -hmm. if you're a good Mm -hmm. heart-centered leader that if you have more money It's just gonna allow you to be in that state of service at even a higher level So in that realization and in that awareness I started to allow myself the abundance and I started letting go of the people and letting go Mm -hmm. of the environments of people who were Mm -hmm. living in that scarcity money sucks mindset and surrounding Mm -hmm. myself with people who are really chasing financial sovereignty and spiritual Mm -hmm. sovereignty and we're allowed we're seeing the possibility of being multi-millionaires and not being ashamed of that. Mm -hmm. I see myself as being a very wealthy person Mm -hmm. in the future. And even right now, even though like my bank account isn't overflowing with money right now, I feel wealthy. I feel so wealthy that I have this breath. Yeah. I have food to nourish my body with. I have a beautiful community of people who see me, love me, hear me, support me. I have a beautiful partner. I have a family. I have clients who see me as someone who can love them and serve them and elevate them. I'm abundant. I'm abundant as fuck. And I think that that vibration is what's going to attract even more. And as more comes in, I'm more free and more empowered to be able to serve more people. So yeah, that was a huge block that I needed to overcome
0: in in twelve months we'll make in twelve months November 2021 um reach out and screenshot your bank account to me because I can guarantee you I can just see where you are in your journey and I remember the moment where I truly started feeling that and it's like it was a few months later and it's like my bank I'm just like dude I ain't never seen this much money like where <laughs> did where was all this hiding um yeah, I know and I coming. started working less so I you screenshot that to me and we're gonna party we're gonna celebrate in the most beautiful way. Um, I I love what you said, and here's just a little bit of transparency, is I actually um, was around um, very, mm, uh, we'll call it spiritual healers in my early, early days, and I noticed they were all broke. And I equated, I I stepped away from that world, and I was like, okay, I'm going to get more logical, more um, problem-solving, more this, more that, because obviously by being spiritual, dude, you're like, they talked about money more than I've ever heard, but it was a negative. It was like, man, I don't have money. I don't have money, but yet I want to give my stuff away for free. And so I stepped into a whole different world of like people in suits and I studied them religiously. And then I realized I went almost too far that way in the early days. I was counting my stacks. I was, I had a little safe, like I was all <laughs> about the money. Yep. And then I realized how I bought a blacked out BMW thinking like this was going to signal people that look how wealthy I am or look at how well I'm doing. Um, And it was like a week after that. I just went through the deepest depression, probably something maybe, you know, similar to maybe what you went through. If Things started breaking apart. And I was like, wait, who am I actually? And I grew up in an extremely spiritual family. But I, I had to find the blend of that. And now I will make sure I spend at least half hour. I start my day with gratitude, with, with, with reading some text, with really tapping into source and abundance. And then I perform my business duties in a very logical standpoint of like intellectually designing it, removing emotion. And then in the evening, I can connect with, with my girlfriend or connect with someone on a heart-to-heart level. And it's just finding that balance of what works for me was right. so huge. And I love how you almost kind of had the opposite experience yet it all beautifully came together and here you find yourself and i i, pr- I guarantee you dude stay down this path because in 12 months um you'll be i don't know what you'll be doing but it'll be really cool to see
1: let's go i know bro so cool and i think i i think something you just said is learning how to tap into these different archetypes is important yeah like even though we have this spiritual being <laughs> archetype there's still like i have the entrepreneur archetype in me i have I have the dancer archetype in me. I have the lover archetype, the mission, the magician archetype, the warrior archetype, and it's learning how to play in all yeah. these different contrasts of archetypes in this life and not just becoming attached with being a spiritual person. I want to be it all in a world of yeah. infinite possibilities. Why can't we be it all?
0: I love it. I love it. I'm on board with that, brother. Um anything else anything for for anyone listening if you could give them a little message or just a little something something a little little bit of a boost. Um, shameless plug We have a new podcast coming out It's called The Daily Boost And it's a five minute, seven days a week 300, how many days are in a year? 365, I never know this uh, 365 Three sixty five. I actually, it's so funny When I have to go, because I, I hated school It's like September, I have to go June, July, August So if you ask me what month is before September Or after September, I actually have to like Go through the months I don't know if that's weird or not But I have to do that um, Really, really funny Anyway, that's like a little secret But we have a new podcast coming out called The Daily Boost And it's just five minutes of, like, I'm going through six or seven books that I filled out as I was on my journey of just lessons along the way, failures and lessons. And I'm just sort of revealing in five-minute chunks every day, um, every single day, seven days a week. So I'm excited for that. But if you wanted to leave a little five-minute or, like, a little daily boost for someone who's listening, right from Josh's heart and mind, together, creating something beautiful, what would that be?
1: For sure. So first, three – The three things that come to my mind is this is a really challenging time for a lot of people. A lot of shadows are being exposed, a lot of emotions are being felt at a real deep level. So whatever you're feeling, even if you're a coach, even if you're a leader, even if you're someone that other people look up to, allow yourself the grace to embrace whatever you're feeling, whatever emotions you're feeling, allow yourself to be there. There's beauty and lessons and wisdom and all the contrasts of the human emotions. We can't just always be expecting ourselves to be in this high-performance state of productivity and efficiency and be on all the time. We need to allow ourselves the grace that where if sadness and loneliness shows up, if you ever have this feeling of depression or anxiety, we can't resist it because I truly believe this is the work that I do with people is learning how to allow our emotions and release the resistance to them. It really lowers the the energetic hold that it has on you. Because I think that our struggle in our emotions is more so the the resistance of the emotions. But if we can learn to surrender, put our hands up and just embrace it all, let yourself cry, let yourself go out and scream, like do whatever you need to to feel your emotions, especially men, like we're taught that feeling and crying is Mm -hmm. something that we shouldn't do. But if you're a leader, like let yourself cry and give other people permission to do so too. And secondly, you are worthy. I say this to everybody, whatever your dream is, whatever your goals are, whatever your vision is, whatever your desires are, just know that you're worthy of them. You don't need to prove yourself to be worthy of them. Just know that you already are. Who you are is worthy of greatness. Who you are is worthy of love. It's worthy of so much. So allow yourself to step into that. You don't need to live in the state of being broke all the time. Just step up and own who you are. And the third thing is mm. that, own, own who you are, be authentic, show up as your truest, most authentic self and allow your life to b- be built around that. Because if we build a life that's inauthentic to us, we're going to find ourselves driving in a Porsche, unhappy, mm. crying in a Porsche. Like you don't want that. You don't want success for being something that you're not. Mm. You want to know that the success that you've attained was because of who you are. So take some ownership for who you are. It's It's who you're always going to be, so just own that. Own that, guys. Who you are is such a beautiful, unique, creative, and powerful being. Just own the fuck out of that. Like so much to the point where it radiates into other people, and people look at you and they're like, I want a little piece of what he's got. Hmm. So you got this, guys. Whatever you're going through, know that this too shall pass, and greatness is on its way.
0: Thank you, Josh. I'm going to – I got – I got. It is impossible for me to top that. If people want to um, tap into your energy and your shine, where would they find you? Where's the best place to find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at The Quantum Trainer. Um, And also my website is www.TheQuantumTrainer.com. Also have this Holy Fit free 40-day challenge starting on December 1st. So if you... If you have any questions about that, you can just send me a DM on Instagram. I'll get you the information. And we're going to be doing 40 days of movement, mindfulness, self-love, self-care practices, and just building a community of people who are really rising up into their potential. So if you need, if you have any questions, if you need a support system, if you just need a friend to listen, I'm here for you.
0: I love that 100 confidence and conviction. That's one thing that when I when I'm watching someone make any offer, whatever that is, where can you find me? Where this? Where that website? It's the level of conviction that I just look for. And I've bought programs not even knowing what I'm buying, but if who was selling it to me had 100% certainty and conviction, I'm like, sure. I That's Done, it. like done. I don't even need to know the rest. If you find your prospects, if we want to call them that, but if you find your prospects with people interested, starting to ask you 101 questions about your program and having to think about it, um, a lot of people like to blame the clients or be like, oh, no one has money. It's, it's look within and just look at your level of conviction that you speak with and you'll probably find holes if you're open enough to letting the ego aside and just looking at the holes. So Josh, I mean, it, it is the pillar of your recent and future and all success that's coming to you is I, I really feel like you're tapped into who you are and what you do and that you're here for a reason and you have no doubts about it. And if you do, you cast them aside and you speak with conviction. You're a brilliant speaker. You'll be on stages. You'll be killing the game. So super happy to have connected and I'll be watching your journey. Stay connected. And um, and I'm sure we'll chat soon at some event or something that's coming up.
1: Most definitely. Thank you, brother. Thank you.
0: All right. So as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.